Romans chapter 13, verses 8 to 14, which is found on page 921 in the Bibles in the chair pockets. Let no debt remain outstanding except for the continuing debt to love one another. For whoever loves others has fulfilled the law. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and what other other command there may be, are summed up in this one command. Love your neighbour as yourself. Love does no harm to a neighbour. Therefore, love is fulfilled of the fulfilment of the law. And do this, understanding the present time. The hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber, because our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. The night is nearly over. The day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armour of light. Let us behave decently, as in the daytime, not in the carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and debauchery, not in dissension and jealousy, rather clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. This is the word of the Lord. Just having trouble with this mic, so I'm just going to swap over. As we come to uh, to the new year, uh, let's pray and ask the Lord would uh, make this the light of this word shine on our hearts. Um, I think when I when a new year begins, I think it's, a, it's such a gift. Um, it's a gift like I was thinking this morning. It's a bit like you know how you press a reset button on uh, a different this appliance or your phone or um, just to make on your computer to uh, renew it all, and then I think of the new year in that sort of way. Sometimes it's a time for us to press the reset button and sort of say, "Lord, uh, how are we to be refreshed, uh, renewed, uh, restored?" So let's let's pray together. If Father, uh, yeah, we're asking Lord that just like uh, the sun comes up in the morning and the beams of light come over the hills and flood uh, the landscape, flood the valleys and uh, shine on us, Lord, that this new year and through this word uh, that you would be bringing light to us and hope, please, Lord. So, Father, our needs in this room are very, very many. There's um, many needs, many of them unspoken, uh, many needs hidden in our hearts, in our lives, in our relationships, in our finances. Lord, needs that are uh, relating to our health and our mental health and uh, our situation in life. And so, Lord, we're hungry for you and we're hungry for your strength, for your freedom. 
And so, please, Lord, in your goodness and grace, uh, shine on us again through this word, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. The way uh, our text uh, this morning starts is that it's talking about um, a debt. And so I want to talk about two things, really. I want to talk about a beautiful debt and a tremendous battle. And um, is there something on the screen there, Janelle, that that we can have? Uh, I probably should have just pressed the button, I think. Um, so I want to talk mostly about a beautiful debt and a tremendous, a tremendous battle. The first thing is um, I want to talk to you about a debt. Listen to how this text of scripture begins. It says, let no debt remain outstanding except the continuing debt to love one another. Think about a debt for a minute. Um, what sort of debts do you have? Maybe you got um, your phone needs to be paid or maybe your electricity bill. It's a, a debt that comes to you. Um, but in, when this letter to the Romans was written, it was probably much more personal. It was someone um, owed you. Uh, you owed them some money. You'd borrowed some money and um, you, you needed it paid back. Now, Andrew, I wonder whether... Would you happen to have some money that I can borrow from you? Yeah. So, um, this is all stage. <laughs> so, Andrew's borrowed... Andrew, I've borrowed now $100 from Andrew. And um, so here is the $100. And I'm going to uh, spend that. I'm going to spend that money and it's, it's going to be... Spent And Andrew doesn't know how I'm going to spend it, but I'm actually going to uh, thank Peter for everything he's done for me. And, uh, and so now, now there's a, I've got this debt um, to Andrew, and he's waiting patiently to know whether I'm going to pay that back. Um, will, 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 will I give it back? There's an expectation. When we've got a debt on us, if there's a debt on us, there's the expectation that it will be paid and we are feeling that. We feel that um, soon, somehow, when I get the money, I really need to pay that, that money back. Um, do you know, sometimes uh, I feel like, oh, I don't have the money to pay my debt at the moment and it, it's a burden, a burden on me. But this scripture says... When you've got a debt, don't let it remain outstanding. Make sure you don't just walk away from your responsibilities. You've got this debt, you've borrowed some money from someone, you've borrowed uh, something from someone. Don't, don't just walk away from those debts. You've got to pay. You've got to pay your debts. Except one. One debt that you don't have to pay. The accept the continuing debt to love one another. One debt that you'll never ever be able to pay. <laughs> One debt that I, I can't ever say I've loved you enough and therefore I've finished with you. I'm going to walk away from you. I, I've just, I, I, I can never say that. 
And aren't we tempted in our relationships of all sorts where we get to the point where we say, I I'm not paying a debt of love to you anymore, but the scriptures say, let no debt remain outstanding except one. <laughs> There's never one. This one you could never fully repay. We have to continue to have that sense that I need to continue to love. And the reason is, it's, a, it's a, actually a very beautiful debt to have because we've got the capacity to pay. Anyone that has been touched by the love of Christ, oh wow, what a love that is. Do you remember that verse, that most famous verse in the Bible, John 3, 16? For God so loved the world, God so loved the world, he just, he just loved the world that he gave his only son. And so we have just been just given this load of love, more precious than any money you could have, more precious than any treasure that you could ever accumulate, more precious than any land that you could ever own, more precious than any career you could ever have is this beautiful love that we have received from God that, that wells up to eternal life. And so we've just got now a love from Christ and the scriptures are saying we have received this love and we've got a debt to pay people. There's people all around us that we need to be loving, sharing the blessing. We can never come up to a person and just walk past them in, in, with an attitude of, I have no debt to you. Because we have received so much from God that we've got this ongoing debt to love. And I'm just asking you to think of the people that you know and your relationships and think, in this new year, in 2019, what, in what ways do I need to be paying, giving love, this ongoing requirement that I continue to love those around me, even when it's hard. Do you know love is the supreme virtue? Do you remember? Faith, hope and love, but the greatest of these is love. It's the, it's, it's the greatest of, of all. And, and we as believers in Christ, and so I'm just going to talk to us now as, as believers who belie uh, belong to this body I'm talking to myself and I'm talking uh, to each one of us. We need to be marked by a kind of love that is quite exquisite. We need to be and should be, scary to say this, the most generous community, uh, of of community, if you're a believer in Christ, of anyone in the whole of the city of Wagga. We have been received so much from God and we need to be overflowing. We are God's people. A continuing debt to love. Listen to how high um, Paul uh, places this whole virtue of love. It says here, For whoever loves others has fulfilled the law. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and whatever other command there may be are summed up in this one command. 
love your neighbour as yourself. Love does no harm to a neighbour. Therefore, love is the fulfilment of the law. So when you think of, of the law, I'm just going to grab a Bible. So when you think of the law and, and the law that God set out for his people in ancient times and he's got a law for his people to follow, but every time his people were, were not ever able to keep that law. In many, many ways, we, the, the, the people through history, including us, have not been able to keep this law. We break the law. <laughs> So many times we think, oh, we know we should live in that way, but we keep failing. Is there anyone in this room for whom that is not true? It's true for all of us. But, but this is saying that anyone that has so received the love of God in Christ, has so known all that God has given to them through the death and the resurrection of Jesus and the salvation that he's brought and has been touched by the love of God, they will begin to love and this love is the fulfilment of the law. Everything that the law required is now being accomplished through the love of God's people because they are loving and all the failures of the past now get resolved when God's love comes and we begin to love others. And so for each one of us, there is this continuing debt to love. Never could humanity fulfill the law before, but now through the love of Christ and us receiving the love of Christ, we begin to fulfill the law. And I use the word begin because we fail. I'm still failing, you're still failing. But there is the work of God in us because of the Holy Spirit dwelling in us that we begin to be those that fulfill the whole law, the law of God. Now, that's the beautiful debt. But I want to talk now about the second part of this passage. And um, I want to talk about the motivation that Paul gives for us, each one of us, to love. Listen to what it says. It says in verse 11, and do this, do this loving, understanding the present time. Now our society is obsessed with time. Um, we've got our watches on and our phones to see what time it is and the clock's on the wall. I just don't want to preach too long. And um, we want to be at such and such on time. Um, we're concerned with time. We, we really have got to be at work on time. We don't want to um, go too long at such and such a place. We're looking at the time. We need to know the time. But my question to you this morning is, What's God's time? Because we know the world, we're, 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 we're obsessed with time, we're looking at the clock all the time, but, but what is God's time? Because this says, and do this understanding the present time. Do you know what time it is by God's clock? I'll tell you what it says. It says the hour, that's the time, 
The hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. This is the time, I'm going to tell you. The time is that it's past time for sleep. No more sleeping. The hour has already come for you to wake up. To wake up. You know, many people, the the image here is that when we're at night time and when we're asleep, um, we sleep in the darkness. But here it's saying that the night is nearly over and the day is almost here. The night is nearly over and the day is almost here. We need to know the time. And Paul's saying, I just don't want you to be asleep. People that are asleep are just, um, they're asleep to God. They're totally asleep to God. They just have no concept of God in their life at all. They're asleep to their own lives and their own hearts and they're sound asleep in this world. Just totally unaware of God's time. That, that the night is nearly over. That, that the kingdom of darkness, of night time, is coming to an end. And the day is coming. It's nearly here. The day when Christ will return in majesty and power. One of the things that impresses me as a human being so often is that my life is very short. Very, very short. Time is short. And the scriptures are saying here, listen, will you listen to me? Know God's time. The night is nearly over and the day is almost here. This is an opportunity, he's saying. There's an opportunity now for you to, it's not too late. It's not too late for us to act because soon Christ will come. And when he comes, we'll say, Oh, I knew, I knew, I knew, or I didn't know. I was asleep. I was asleep. Maybe you say, well, Paul had it wrong. I mean, there's 2,000 years that have elapsed since Paul wrote this letter. Not quite, but a long time. But Paul knew what Jesus had said, that no one knows the day or the hour of Christ's return. But what he's saying is there's nothing on God's calendar that remains before he returns. There's nothing on his calendar. There's nothing stopping him. And in that sense, he's coming coming soon and with the idea of the night being nearly over and the day is almost here we've got to live a certain way this is our motivation for love there's no greater motivation for love to know that the night is almost over but the day is all uh, is almost here and and do you know you wear different clothes at night to what you wear in the day Listen to what it says. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armour of light. The image here is that there's certain clothes that we wear at night. We wear pyjamas at night time. And there's certain clothes that people wear at night. And they're called deeds of darkness. The image is of wearing deeds of darkness. And he's saying, I want you to put those aside. Take them off, put them aside and put on the armour of light. So not only are, do we wake up, are we to wake up, we've got to wake up, but we have got to get up and we've got to put on the armour of light. 
I just want you to know that as a pastor, I, I honestly worry about being asleep. You might think that's strange, but I do. I worry that in 10 years' time, I'll look back and I'll say, I was asleep. I was asleep. I did not see the need at the moment. I did not see the urgency of it. I did not see what I should have seen. It didn't grip me. I was just totally asleep. I was blind. When you're asleep, you're dead to the world. You don't understand. And so I'm just saying to you that God is saying that to you as well. The time is now to wake up. Please don't be asleep. Don't be asleep. We must put off the deeds of darkness and put on the armour of light. What are the deeds of darkness? Well, it lists them there. Not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and debauchery, and not in dissension and jealousy. And notice the sort of three groups here. The carousing and drunkenness are sins of addiction, the sexual immorality and debauchery, sort of sexual sins, and then dissension and jealousy are like social sins. They're the ones that perhaps I can hide the best. I've got this bitterness in my heart. I've got this jealousy in my heart. I'm fighting with this person here, but maybe I can cover it all up. But there's all sorts of things here, and, and the scriptures are saying, listen, listen, in 2019, we need to be people that wake up. We... We take off our nighttime clothes and we're to put that aside. But the encouragement, and this is my encouragement for you this morning, is that we are to put on the armour of light. The armour of light. Armour of light. Will you listen to me for a minute? This is not fairy soil. This is the most beautiful and glorious thing. Most beautiful thing. God is offering to us in Christ an armour. We're in, do you you see what this means if we've got an armour on? This means that we are in a battle. We're in a really serious, tremendous battle. Yes, we've got a beautiful debt, but we're in this tremendous battle and we need armour. We need an armour on to be able to fight this battle because there's every kind of temptation that comes to you and comes to me. It'll be different for each one of us. Every single one of us will have a temptation that comes to us that is different, that will make us want to fall asleep into this world and just be concerned with this world and be asleep in the darkness of this world and not be aware of the greatness of the time and that God is king. And the day, the night is nearly over and the day is dawning. And there's temptations that come to lull us to sleep in this world. And so we just love our, our sins of addiction or we love our sexual sins or we love our jealousy and our gossip and our pride and our greed and we just asleep in all that stuff. And God's saying, do you see the difference? Totally asleep is, is when that you are just not active at all. But an, so if you've got an armour on, you're a soldier. You're, you're active. You're busy. You've got this armour on and you're ready for action. And we're in a battle. And so I'm calling you this morning to battle. A beautiful, beautiful, beautiful battle with the armour of light on. And it's being offered to you through Christ. Amazing offer. Can you imagine? 
that the God would come to you and say, would you like an armor of light to wear? And that's exactly what he's saying to all of us. I know we can't see it on our outside, but that's not the most beautiful thing of all. The most beautiful thing is that God gives us an armor of light that comes from him, from his own son. I'm going to tell you about this guy. He lived about 1,700 years ago. His name, you, many of you will have heard his name. His name is Augustine. He lived in the 300s. And people were telling him about Jesus. And things were slowly but surely becoming clear in his head about Jesus. But the thing was that he was still sleeping with um, a concubine, with a girlfriend um, that wasn't his wife. And, and he said of himself, he said, it was becoming clear in my head, but I was still trapped in lust. I was just trapped. I just couldn't get free. There was nothing. I just didn't see. I, I tried to get free, but I just didn't seem to be get free. And then one day, in the midst of his battle and his struggle, he heard what he says sounded like a child singing. And the child was singing, take up and read. Take up and read. And so he took his Bible and he opened his Bible and he read the verse that we're looking at today he read let us behave decently in the daytime not in carousing and in drunkenness not in sexual immorality and debauchery not in dissension and jealousy rather clothe yourself with the lord jesus christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh and it came to him with tremendous power and he was free the lord himself freed augustine and he trusted Christ and he was born anew. And do you know that man became the most influential Christian thinker for 1,000 years? A great theologian, one of the greatest theologians of all. He was touched by this verse. And this verse has had a massive impact on human history because Augustine came to faith through this verse. And... I'm wanting us to open our hearts for the power of this verse to have its effect on us. We can't just say no. We must hear the gospel that Christ died and he covered our sins and he rose again for our justification so that now, now, by God's power, by God's gift, by God's grace, we can, 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 can begin to fulfill the law because otherwise we're total failures we must have his gracious power in our lives as we finish i want to think with you about what for me and i believe for you is one of the greatest battles of daily life and it's the very last verse that we see here in verse 14 listen to it Rather, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. Wow. I'll tell you why I think this is one of the greatest, setting out one of the greatest battles of my daily walk and yours. And yours. Because we've got the two options here. 
We've got, on one hand, clothing ourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ, and on the other hand, we've got this desire to think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. Now, for some of you, that will be um, greed, that you just want more and more. For some of you, that will be the temptation. For some of you, it'll be pornography. Oh, I just can't get rid of the... For some of you, it's gossip. Just always gossip. For some of you, it's pride. It's one I struggle with. Pride. But but, but whatever it is, we've got this battle on the one hand to think, I I, I want to gratify the desires. I I want that thing. Every I'm walking down the street or I'm I'm watching the television or I'm with some friends or someone makes me angry or whatever it is for you. It's this constant battle every day. Every day, this is the great battle that we're facing. In 2019, I'm wanting you to hear this verse and obey it. Rather, clothe yourself with the Lord Jesus Christ. Put on. Notice now, it's the Lord Jesus himself. How do you put on our saviour? How do you put on the Lord? And I think what it's saying is that we need to have this deep personal connection with him. He's so close to us, we're wrapped in him. We're just totally wrapped in the Lord. Yes, we know what it is to have a close personal connection with sin and greed and pride and sexual sin and everything. We had this pope very, very close to our lives. And he's saying, no, 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 put all that off and I want you to have a very, very close relationship with the saviour the lord put off all that stuff and put on the lord clothe yourself with him he's offering your he he is the armor of light and so as we've got this great debt to love 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 one another and the motivation is and the, the enablement is the lord himself so dear people Those of you who have come to know Christ, I want you to know that we're in a battle. We're in wartime. We're not in peacetime. We're not in sleep time. We're in this battle, amazing battle. And I just want to encourage you, do not give up in the battle, please. Do not say in 2019, okay, I'm giving up. I'm tapping out. I'm giving. No, no, no. Now put on the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think. It starts with our thinking. Just the, these temptations come and we just start thinking and they get deeper and deeper and then we end up acting. No, no, do not even think about it. But put on. Do you struggle? Do you struggle every day to be walking very closely with the Lord Jesus just encouraging you to say, Lord, I need you as my clothing. I need you as my armour. I need you as, as the one that, that, that provides for me in every single way, especially through your death and your rising. You are my provision. You are my everything. So for those of you, and it's every one of us, but for those of you that, are in, that you know you're in the battle I'm, I'm offering you the, the living Lord Jesus. He's the one 
who can set us free. And he's the one, as we go into 2019, that we can fulfill this beautiful debt, this, this debt to love. Freedom can come through him, tremendous freedom through our Saviour. I know of no freedom. You feel like you're trapped and you can't get out. I know of no freedom that is like the freedom that comes through the Lord himself. Yeah, let me pray. Father, uh, thank you that you have offered us the armour of light. Lord, we're, we're waking up. We don't want to be asleep. We want to put on that beautiful armour. And we want to put on the Lord Jesus. Not thinking about how to gratify all our other stuff, but thinking about our Saviour. Uh, walking in him and knowing close communion with him. Yeah, so we praise you and thank you, Lord. Amen.